Welcome to episode number 196, The Beauty Shop Part 2. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right. You are now tuned into the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I am here with Gabe, Goose, and Christine. The Beauty Shop Part 2. In this episode, we have special guest Christine Benetasuma, owner of The Beauty Shop. We cover topics that range from entrepreneurship, the beauty business, effects of the coronavirus, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from an unknown source and Tabitha Coffee. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe and drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off, we want to say thank you guys. Thank you so much for the last couple weeks for bearing with us. Obviously, we're using Zoom, so the sound quality isn't our typical you know, professional sound. So if you hear any background noise, puppies barking in the background or kids, whatever, uh, please excuse us as everyone's working remotely at this time. Christine's in her in her shop, Gabe and Goose are at their residence, and uh, I'm at my home office. So with that being said, kicking things off, Christine, thank you for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, How's everybody uh, doing? We're doing good. good. We're doing good. We, yeah. um, we had you featured on episode 132, and uh, since that episode, a lot has happened, but one of the biggest things that happened um, has been the current uh, pandemic with the coronavirus. But before we jump into all of that, if there's someone currently listening that did not get a chance to listen to episode 132, explain who you are and what you do. My name is Christine DeSuma. I am owner of The Beauty Shop in Bristol Borough, Pennsylvania. Uh, I've been doing hair for about, well, probably 28 years now. And um, I followed my dream since I was a little girl, and it took me a very long time. I put every penny into this beautiful, beautiful space here, and um, it'll be almost three years in September. I love it. Um, you know, I just set forth my goal and conquered it because that's what I do. So, you know, I, I come to my business because it's so beautiful and I live here in this great town. And today I came here to clean. Absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll wind it a little bit back. How did you actually get started in the industry and then moving on to then starting okay. your business? So I was 15 when I first um, got a job at Faces Hair Design. I was sweeping up hair. And then um, I decided, you know, I went to school when I graduated. I was 17 when I graduated, so I went right to beauty school and then got finished and I already had a chair. So I had started doing hair at 18, which is not normal. You know, I would never hire an 18-year-old to do hair with a license. I just wouldn't. Um, yeah. So I was very lucky and times were completely different back then. So that was 1992. And uh, I worked at Faces from 15 to 26 and then moved up to Yardley from 26 to 30 and then moved to Watson's Crossing. So when I hit Yardley, though, that's when my whole everything took off. Because I was in a little Levittown salon doing little old ladies. And I knew I was better and bigger than that. 
and there was more out there for me. So when I moved up to Yardley, I had a really good mentor and, you know, she really taught me how to hustle and how to work. She was tough though. She really was, but, uh, she was awesome. And, um, then after that, we ended up leaving there because it was eight years there and just a lot was going down. And my other girlfriend was building a salon in Washington's crossing. And once again, I'm like, all right, I'm taking a chance on moving, but I'm only going to be five, six minutes down the road. So hopefully my clientele follows me. And some of them did, some of them didn't. So I took a big chance there because usually when you have a huge book and I was making great money, you don't leave a job. That's why it's so hard to find help now in this industry too. But um, I don't know. I took that chance and I guess I've been taking chances and they just really work out because then I took <laughs> in the beauty shop and woohoo, I did it. That's Still awesome. And coronavirus won't hold me down. That's right. <laughs> so, so um, just to rewind back, you said something interesting. You said your your career then took off uh, when you moved to the 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 salon in uh, you said New Hope in uh, Yardley. In Yardley. So, yep. what do you think it was? Do you think it was a com combination of the location, the environment, mm -hmm. the mentorship? Well, it was a little bit of everything. I blossomed so much more and I learned from Natalie, um, you know, that next step, because when you get out of school, you learn basics. And if you're not in a high end salon, you're not, you need to learn from that owner because they have been there for so long and hands on. You only learn so much basic stuff in school and the women who are the teachers in school, they're not even working in salons. So they teach you the basic from like 1956. So it's still the same rules. It's still all of the same rules. So really, once you get out and you become an assistant, that's how you grow. But I went right in. She took a chance with me, and I was already um, a stylist. But my book didn't follow me because I went from Little Levittown to Yardley. So, so explain to folks listening your the setup in your shop now. How many chairs you have? How many? You I know? have um, six chairs. Uh, Miguel, how big is this space? How big is yours? You're just a little bit smaller. Is this like? 2,000 yeah. square foot? Um, I think yours is probably like 1,500. Mine's like 1,000. So yours is probably like 15. So it's 1,000, 15, maybe 18, I think. Yeah, something so, like that. Um, and the, the ceilings are all vaulted. There's a lot of space. It's uh, I kept it very old vintage look because our town is so old. Um, it's just beautiful. It's very calming, calming colors. Um, gray, purple. Jimmy, your favorite? Um. Right. <laughs> you know, I got my logo back there that you guys see. That's all hand painted from my tattoo artist that we all know and love. We all go to Tommy. Um, but it's just, it's a beautiful space. And that's why um, even through what we're going through now, I come here with my son and I have dinner here just to get out of my own house. You know, I've been following all the rules as much as I can, but I really can't be held down. It's not who I am. So at least I have this space to come to with my son and we'll order. We support all the local restaurants and we have dinner here just for um, something different. But the space is amazing. And um, I have a spa room for lashes and um, facials. So it's beautiful, you know, and being away from it too. Sometimes like that first couple of weeks I wasn't down here. It's just, it's a great space. <laughs> So, so explain a little bit about um, what happened. What you know when we were forced to shut down. Kind of like what was a transition like? You just kind of like it took everyone. You know, it was like everyone got bamboozled. Yeah. So when we first heard, like we knew this was going on a little bit, and then it was like, all right, you got until Saturday at this time, 
and they, it was getting closer to us. And it was like, all right, we had till Monday night at nine o'clock or something. And then we were shut down. So I called the girls. I'm like, listen, let's get our clients in. So we came in on Monday. We, you know, threw colors on. We were working just to get that last deal done because we didn't really know what was going to happen and thought, all right, we're going to be closed for a couple of weeks. We'll get back to work. Um, so we, we shut it down and then, yeah. And then all of this happened, you know, I never watched the news ever because, um, I just don't watch it. It's too sad. I try and live a positive life. And, um, I started watching the news and I I've been learning a whole lot. And the good thing about it is when this first happened, I was like, you know what? We need to have unity. Maybe this is God's way of saying, slow down families, get back, spend time with your kids, husbands, be with your wives. You know, I believe that. And I still believe that, you know, it took, um, a lot of people who maybe didn't have that time, kids at college, just and that, you know, the virus is really real. We know that. But now what are we in? 10 weeks, 10 so weeks. Good, and yeah. I'm watching all these businesses open. Miguel, you're right with me, Barbara. I'm mm -hmm. watching. You can go get an ice cream cone. Go get an mm -hmm. ice cream cone. But you can't come in my beautiful space to feel good about yourself. Mm -hmm. So many people are suffering with depression drugs, alcohol, go get a curbside cocktail. Isn't that awesome? You can get a, <laughs> you can get a curbside cocktail places. Um, but there's so many different businesses, you know, my, my favorite gym is closed. You know, this man has helped save lives, taking weight off of people, taking, uh, people who have had high blood pressure and were overweight. I'm talking hundreds of pounds. He's helping people. And it just seems to me that the health um, of people and the way that they want to take care of themselves and feel good, like those are the places that aren't opening. You can go through a drive-thru at McDonald's, but yet I think there was a priest that was getting arrested for giving communion out by drive-thru. <laughs> That's crazy. It's just yeah. crazy. It's control it's, now. It's, it's, and it's, it, it's interesting that you mentioned that because our last, our last episode, um, we talked about mental health and uh, obviously May's mental health awareness month, but it's, you know, it's all these things like the hair salons, the barbershops, these mm -hmm. are the things that are not, you know, uh, overly priced by any means that it's a simple way someone could feel good about themselves. Yeah. Uh, even, even, you know, as simple as you just said, lashes, Sometimes some dudes are bald and they go to my brother's just for a shaving or something like uh -huh. that. Um, it's, <laughs> it's just, it means the world and you can see them. There's videos all over the place where, you know, like a girl gets her hair done and it completely can transform someone's mm -hmm. look. And when they're looking at themselves in the mirror and feeling more confident than they yeah. are over something um, as important as a haircut. I mean, yeah. you it, know, stress will kill you, Jim. You know, people who are living with this anxiety and this stress, it is not good on your body. It's proven facts right there. It's not good for your brain function. It's not good for your body. It's not good for your heart. And it's not good for your gut. And when all of that, it will hurt you. And this is what's happening. So many people are just living in fear of this. And their anxiety level is up to here. We are transforming. We've always transformed people. But now we're so much bigger. The bar mm -hmm. Uh, all of us hairstylists, but for years we were, um, Oh, she's just a hairdresser. 
She's just a hairdresser. Mm -hmm. That's all we were. We were just barbers, yep. not knowing what we do to people's mental and what we can do just by them coming in from a hug. And that's all taken away from us right now. And I don't like mm -hmm. it. I, I mean, like just just going to what when you know when women get their hair done or men get their hair done, whoever it is, just the conversations that yeah. you're having with the stylist or the barber mm -hmm. is therapy in itself. Sometimes you guys are the only people that these folks ever get to talk to. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? True. About that, yeah. um, you know, me and Goose talk about it all the time. He's like, man, I know more more about you know some of these guys than probably their own therapist. Uh huh. Yeah. It's so true because they'll say that too. You know, they're mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, they'll be holding on to something. And then, you know, I'm not repeating it. They're saying it right there. And it is. It's such a relationship that we have one-on-one -on -one and close. You know, like, mm -hmm. I hug everybody. You guys are hugging, handshaking. That's just what we do. That mm -hmm. touch is so comforting to people. <laughs> so what? One day somebody's going to say, okay, we're allowed to hug. We're allowed to hug. Right. I know. I, know. Listen, yep. I put my arms out for people and some of them are like, oh my God, thank you. Because people are now afraid. Yeah. So that mm -hmm. unity that I thought it was going to bring, it did. It brought probably a lot to like individual families and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I just, I found it also interesting within like, you know, days, they already had a term uh, that they deemed social distancing. Um and they keep saying they keep it's like an overly used word at this point mm -hmm. to the fact that it starts to make you think, is there something more behind it? Oh, yeah. Um, and, and them trying to pull us from the connection, yes. from the interwebs of mm -hmm. uh, relationships that we have. And when someone keeps saying social distancing, it's almost like, oh, my God, seclude myself. I have to keep away from you. Mm -hmm. And people think that that's a physical thing. But if you say social distancing enough, you're going to stop picking up your phone. You're going to stop visiting people. Everything's going to turn into this is the new way we um, this is the new way we interact with each other. But yeah. it's amazing what the human touch can do. Mm -hmm. um, and, and what it does actually to relationships, to people, what it activates in our minds and our souls. Um, there's just something there. I, I read an article talk, them talking about, um, you know, when a business transaction takes place, you're not even going to shake someone's hand. You're going to bow or something. And it was just, is this, the, you know, is this like a forced new norm? But like my trainer said, and I, he's my mentor, Marty. They think that he's going to do that and he's not. And I can't either. I can only do what's best for me. But um, yeah, I want to hear what you guys got to say. I'm done because I'm going to get all fired up. <laughs> so, so, so I do, I, I, I'm with you on the, you know, like when you push, when you push, regardless of someone, something uh, too far, you know, the kind of kicking the can a little too far. Mm -hmm. Um and it's, you know, here's the thing. It's the same the same source uh, that we're getting our information from is the same source that we, we're, we, we have to basically uh, digest half the information that they're telling us because mm -hmm. then all of a sudden they're in control, right? I mean, yeah. if you're not paying attention and you're not ever listening to the news, then you walk outside and you could potentially be arrested because you didn't even know you weren't social media right. in the correct way. But I do want to say, because my girlfriend Jackie did remind me, when I started the beauty shop here in Bristol, um, I jumped in behind the chair and had to hustle my ass off to pay my rent, to do all of this. Went through uh, young girls in and out that just didn't work out. So I never got to learn the business end of this. Do you, 
I, with this quarantine, the first two weeks that we were down, that's all I've been doing. I was very manic. So I was up to like three, four in the morning some nights, but I learned my money and of my business. So I'm coming back even stronger. So that's one thing I'm very, very proud of because I didn't know numbers. I never once looked at my expenses and where the money's at. Never, ever. I got all my printouts. I'm so organized. So I fully learned what I needed to, not only behind the chair and making people feel and look good, but now my business end. So now there's no stopping me. That's interesting, too, because um, there's an awesome question that was posed. Uh, I, f- I forget what podcast I was listening to, but it was an uplifting, motivational one. Um, and they say the difference is going to be when we get out of all this, the people who decided to do something while we're, quote, locked down and those, um, you know, the legal way and whatever you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, you sat there and you learned your books. I know my brother Miguel got certified in barbicide certification yeah, in COVID-19. Did, yeah. It's mm-hmm. all these things that's like you're separating yourself, right? Um, there, there's a, there's a certain amount of truth that we do have to live with, but outside of that, we can still hustle behind the scenes and grind it out until this all, you know, clears up. Um, <clears throat> even though that's hard, even though that's not easy, even though that's, you know, th- that stinks. Um, I'm, I'm glad to see that, you know, there's one thing, that we could look back on and you can say, yeah, that was a time that was pretty painful, but I was able to reset on my finances, reset yeah. on my relationships, reset on a lot of stuff. We're, we're also realizing what is and what is not very important to us mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. as we're all kind of turned into minimalist to some extent. Yeah. That's um, so, so true. Um, you know, the last in the beauty shop one, you know, I always talked about God and, you guys, we're, we all love our Lord, and that's Absolutely. how we're here. And the four of us sitting here all agree on that. We were raised that way. And um, one night, uh, you know, I'm sleeping, and I woke up at like 1.30 in the morning, and I woke up to this thought that said, survive, realize, and revitalize your soul. That's what came to me. And Jim, you know, inspire, desire, set the world on fire. I already right. came up with that in the last one. That's and, right. <laughs> um, so when I, when I woke up, I was like, I got to write this down again. And I'm like, oh, I'm too tired. I'm not writing it down. So when I got up the next morning, I'm like, what was that? Realize. And I couldn't say it right. And then I just grabbed my pen and I was like, survive, realize, revitalize your soul. I'm like, that is freaking awesome. That's what I'm going by. That's what I'm living by. I'm done with watching the news. 11 days I was in there watching that news and falling into a depression. And my brain is way more powerful than that. So I'm like, you know what, Christine, get up, shut the news off. God's going to guide you. So Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's that. So I do want to get t-shirts made that say that. Absolutely. You got to get it done for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you been in contact with other, you know, hairstylists, business owners and, you know, what, what everyone's experiencing? Um, no, I'm just following, um, you know, what I'm seeing and all of that. I reached my best girlfriend owns a hair salon in a uh, new town and my girlfriend's. Yeah. You know what? My girlfriend's boss reached out to me. And the funny thing is, is that nobody had a plan. Like when yeah. I talk to people, I'm like, so, you know, what's your policies? You know, how are you bringing the girls back? And they were like, oh, I don't know. You can't go back to the way it was. We have to work at a 50%. Like we have our guidelines, but make your own, make your own. Like I sent out an honest policy that I wrote 
this was before we had to wear masks and stuff too. But all my, I've been talking to my clients, reaching out to them, calling some, and they're like, oh my God, I love hearing your voice. I'm like, I'm nuts. You know me. And they're like, we know, but it's so great to hear you. Like being in contact with some of my really good clients, you know, in the beginning, I took all those pictures, came around to Bristol, was taking all of our business shots. Like I really got really, <clears throat> really creative, but, um, I was talking to, um, I was, I was shocked that people didn't have a plan like me. Like I thought everybody was going to have policies and this and that. And when they're like now, and I'm like, wait, I already had my girls come in. They cleaned out their stations. We cleaned off products. Like they're my team. They need to come in and help me. You work here. You're getting your unemployment. We're going to come back. I got the loan. That's one good thing. I got that loan thing. Um, but I needed my team here to clean out their stations, barbicide, help me with all this. Cause I'm not going to come back. What June 4th, if they say that, and then we're all back and work and we're all frantic and nothing's organized. You need a freaking plan. You need a plan. All mm -hmm. businesses need a plan. I got plans for restaurants too. I don't know. I'm just, so <laughs> 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 oh, I love this. I have been so mad yeah. at this shit. and Jimmy, you know, me <laughs> when I'm passionate, I just go and I'm like, woo, she's taking off. But you guys know that about me. Miguel, yeah. you've known me for a lot of years. My girlfriend's know me, but she's even going like this. Like she thinks I'm acting crazy. <laughs> but I still realize that you guys know me, but it's all good. But um, no, so my my um, whole creative side is so many different directions. And we are the last to be open. And come June 4th, Miguel, I don't even know if we're going to be able to be open. So guess what? <laughs> You know, like that's, that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. like, it's been such an up and down roller coaster for me. And that's exactly, I'm on this roller. I'm ready to get off of it. I need to be off of it mm -hmm. and be on like a, a fun roller coaster. Cause this roller coaster has been good and bad. So I have learned a lot um, about myself, about my business, about people. And I've learned a lot about um, what's going on in the world too. Cause I've been reading a lot. Some people are working from home and able to, we are shut the hell down 10 weeks, 10 weeks. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, you know, I don't know. The other good thing is living in a community, Miguel, and you know, this being here in town, it's crazy guys. I think you agree. <laughs> and now we're getting overtime, but I do want to hear, I want to hear some of your thoughts, Miguel. What are you thinking? You're so always just one way chill. Like, are you fired up? Uh, no, I am. I just, my, I, mean, I, I deal with it differently, but it, it's when this whole thing first happened, it was like, all right, cool. Like two, two weeks. That's what they told us at first. I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, I can deal with two weeks being another two weeks being shut down or whatever. I mean, and, um, I actually really needed that one week of like off of not doing nothing because like you, we're always on the go, 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 mm -hmm. go. Like that first week or so game, like I was able to slam on the brakes, kind of figure stuff out. Like, all right, now come up with a game plan It's two weeks. Yeah. Where am I going to come up with money to pay for the bills? These two weeks. And, um, then that got old really fast after the first week. Like I had to keep moving around and stuff. And then they, they obviously they, they pushed it off to another four, another four weeks. And then it's, another, it's frustrating that like, then they're, then they're saying, Oh yeah, we got these fundings to help you. And it's like, dude, by the time you get something like it's already a month and a half, two months in and you're, you you do not have a dime. And then they expect you to like, oh yeah, just stay on top of your bills, but don't work, don't leave your house, or don't do this. Like, it's just, I mean, for me, I definitely learned now. Like you said, you learned your business. I did too. Like you're always learning. Um, I also learned more like 
financially how to like save every freaking penny. Like now I'm more aware mm-hmm. in case this happens again, I'm going to have some money set to the side to cover bills. Right. And like now I'm just trying to prepare myself for the next round. If it ever happens, you might not, hopefully not, but it's just, it's, it's, it sucks, but like I just try to do it like it within my own. Like I'm not like I and I wish I was like you, like more verbal and like. But I, I just kind of just. <laughs> but try I wish to, I was like you, a little calmer. <laughs> no, but yo, but but at the end of the day, we both have the same. We're at the same. I'm yep. probably just as stressed as you are. You're probably just as stressed as I am. It's mm-hmm. just we, do, we deal with it differently. But yeah. it's it's not it's not like it really isn't fair, and it's not um I don't know. I just hope we it's this ends very 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 soon. Um, the only good thing is like once it's open and we, we do things like the right way, um, we'll be busy. We'll be booming yeah, yeah. and people and throughout this whole thing, a lot of our customers, I know mine, they appreciate me more. They realize how much they miss me or need me. Yeah. And it's like, it's, I, I just been talking to people and they're like, yo, now I'm getting text messages and like, they're, I'm, I'm actually getting pictures. People show me pictures like I'm, I know. I I'm love it. hair on the floor. They uh-huh. shave their own heads or something. It's like, so now I gotta like, when I get back to work. Gotta freaking fix them things, and uh-huh. it's um. But like for me, with when, when we do get back to work, I'm gonna have a table right by the door. Like you said, every every business is gonna require a mask. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have if you don't come in with a mask, I'm gonna provide a guy like well, like those surgical masks. Provide mask, mm-hmm. a big thing of sanitizer in the front door. Yeah, and just have like a sign-in sheet saying you didn't you didn't have the the, the COVID or you yeah. haven't you, you haven't experienced any of the symptoms. Like, yeah, that's just the best way, and then just keep it at a minimum one yep. person per chair, and that's, that's it. All. And then just come in as like there's nothing else. And that this what what, what sucks, like a uh, like business like mine and yours. It's we already like are cautious, we already are like our shops are already right. clean. It's uh-huh. the other shops that, to, yeah. like it can only house like like 20 people, and there's like 100 people piled in in a little, yeah. those are the ones that kind of ruin it for us, and that's what's yeah. like the hold up, I think. Yeah. So, so, um, either of you, Christine or Goose, you guys have any, um, you know, any closing words? We're running up on our time. I don't want to go too far, but if you have any closing words, please share. Just that you, uh, Miguel and I think, you know, like you just said, we took this time and I'm sure a lot of people took this time and, and did the very same thing, but, um, I'm, I'm excited to open. I am very positive. But I do believe that uh, when we do open, I think that the, the closeness of having um, one person at a time, I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of it right now, I'm able to really focus and not have eight arms like I normally do, and I'm all over the place. So it's been very calming for me, and um, I'm going to take a little step back to chill when I do get back to work, because it's just going to mm-hmm. make for a better space, environment, myself, my clients. And um, I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. So if, um, if, if anyone wants to reach out to you directly to you know, or book an appointment, where can they go? Um, right now, um, new clients can just follow us on uh, The Beauty Shop on um, Facebook. And then I believe it's uh, Beauty Shop Bristol on Instagram. And they can go into the messenger there. Perfect. Awesome. All right, so there you have it. We like to close things out with quotes, and the first one is by Tabitha Coffee. Like a therapist, a local barbershop, hairdressers are in a position of trust. We are transforming not just how a person looks, but how they feel, and therefore they want to tell us things. 
Uh, and the second one is unknown. Invest in your hair. It is the crown you never take off. Beauty Shop Part 2. In this episode, we have special guest Christine DeSuma, owner of The Beauty Shop in Bristol, PA. We cover topics that range from entrepreneurship, the beauty business, effects of the coronavirus, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Tabitha Coffee and an unknown source. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. <laughs>